Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, February 24th, 2021 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. The full disclosure mailing list is one of the probably most prominent mailing lists around where researchers do post information about recent vulnerabilities. Like all mailing lists, it has sort of a simple web component, but for the most part, it really just forwards emails to its members. So it's not really a big surprise that mailing lists like this are being harvested and also being used for malicious purposes. Our handler Jan, for example, uh, this week received a reply to a post that he uh, sent to the post full disclosure list uh, two years ago, I believe. And uh, this reply contained a malicious attachment. Now, it did appear to be a genuine reply. So it wasn't just that they uh, harvested his email address from the list. It used the same message ID that he used when he posted to the list and also the sub of course was maintained. This may of course be a nice way to target security researchers overall. However, uh, the attachment and the malicious email itself was everything but sophisticated. It was a simple zip file and then Excel file that did try to install Quackbot. So Really more something that probably goes after all kinds of mailing lists and just happened to also come across full disclosure. And I believe I spotted uh, on Twitter a couple of replies of other posters to full disclosure reporting similar emails. And thanks uh, to everybody who reported a mistake I made yesterday. I stated that the Brave browser is based on Firefox. It's actually based on Chromium, not a Firefox. But well, let's make that up to Firefox and talk a little bit about some of the improvements that we got in the latest version of Firefox. And that would be Firefox 86. In addition to fixing a number of vulnerabilities and of course bringing new features, uh, Firefox is doubling down on its effort to make tracking more difficult by enhancing its already enhanced tracking protection. The latest feature they're calling Total Cookie Protection and essentially what it's supposed to do is further isolate cookies that you receive from different websites. So that way, each website actually now has its own cookie jar file. And with that, you'll have less crosstalk between different sites and tracking should be more difficult. They point out that they have some exceptions built in here for popular login services that do need some cross-site tracking of users. So let me know if this works for you if you're running into any problems. And VMware released an update for VMware ESXi and vSender server uh, that sounds like one of those. Well, you have to apply it now. Three different vulnerabilities are being uh, tressed here. The one that uh, looks the most serious is CVE 2021-21972. It's a remote code execution vulnerability in vSphere client. It does affect uh, the HTML5 client and allows an unauthenticated attacker who has access to port 443 to 
execute arbitrary commands on the underlying operating system of the vCenter server. CMSS score is 9.8, so about as bad as it gets. And then we got yet another way how you can fake the content a user sees from a signed PDF, essentially modifying the visible content after the PDF has been signed. When you're signing a PDF, well, the simple assumption that there is absolutely no change possible to the PDF is wrong. There are some limited changes possible, and this is what is being abused here. In this attack, uh, the attacker would uh, trick the victim into signing a document that essentially contains of two different parts of uh, content, the benign content that the victim willingly signs and the malicious content that's not visible initially to the victim signing the document. After the document is signed, an incremental update is added to the document. This incremental update will not modify the signed part of the document, so it is still uh, legit, but it will make the signed but formerly hidden part of the document visible, and as a result, the visible content of the PDF changed, which then, of course, could be used uh, to trick a victim, a second victim in this case, to believe that signed PDF and the content that the signing victim did not actually see when they signed the document. Pretty tricky attack. What makes it even more tricky is that this is not an implementation vulnerability, but really just abusing the very flexible PDF specification. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.